Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. Former NHLer, London Knight forever, Brandon Prust is with us in studio. Good morning, Prusty. Good morning, guys. Hey, have you guys seen the trailer for this movie called La Chute de l'Empire American? Um, I've seen it a couple times. I heard about <laughs> I heard about this movie. It looks so good. Let me play a little clip of the trailer here. Seriously though, this movie, it looks amazing. It's like a crime thriller set in Quebec and one of the stars is the queen of Quebec media. She is a talk show host, a model, and her acting career is taking off. Marie-Pierre Moran joins us on the phone. Good morning, MP. How you doing this morning? Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't know you spoke French. <laughs> Un petit pas. <laughs> Very petit. M- you have a small what? More than me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, MP is, or, yeah. or Brandon is MP's husband. And you are, you... You can do it all here, and we're very excited for you. You're in this uh, movie that is the highest-grossing Canadian film of the year, and you were nominated for Best New Talent at the Quebec Movie Awards, I understand. Yes, last weekend. Did you win? No, I didn't. It was fixed. But, but this, it was fixed, but No, no, no. no. <laughs> but just to be nominated was a huge honor because um, Quebec is very particular, and um, I, I didn't know, and I, I never... I never thought actually that the industry would vote for me. So just the nomination was a huge surprise. So the title of the film translates to The Fall of the American Empire. What is it about? What's the plot? So the plot is about uh, this guy that works for a company like UPS or Purolator, and he gets to a crime scene and sees two bags filled with money, um, the equivalent of probably $12 million, um, and he decides to steal it. So... Uh, to help him blend the money, uh, launder the money, um, he um, calls a guy that was in prison for many years that worked for the biker, uh, but that studied in in, um, in um, finance, and he's going to help him. And he also calls an escort um, that's going to help him as well. And the escort is me. Whoa! Hey, wait, Ben, high end escort. High, <laughs> high, high end, end yes. escort. Yes, Not like high, an yeah. escort on the side of the <laughs> no. corner. Okay. No. This is, you need a secret escort. website to get yeah, to. Yeah, this you know. is, yeah. yeah. It's no, it's, yeah. She's the highest paid <laughs> escort in Quebec. Okay. Or where, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. You need to find a bag filled with $12 million to afford the quality. Yes. 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 <laughs> and the companionship. And companionship that comes yeah. with this escort. Uh, what is your character's name mp uh, escort her number two <laughs> her escort name is Aspazi, but her real name is kemi and, and this is a big role right yeah yeah it is it's the lead role um and it was such an amazing adventure because Denis arcan um won an oscar in 2000 uh in 2004 for the barbarian invasion he's one of the greatest uh, director we have in Canada, and he's a legend. He's a living legend, basically. So just to get the chance to work with him was humongous. He won Best Director for Foreign Film, correct? Yes. Yes. 
Well, what a way! What a way to break into the acting game. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Yeah. We're, we're no, doing it was a- fun. And Go we ahead. did the we did the U.S. premiere in New York last week, and it was super well received. The New York Times gave an amazing critic, so we're super pumped. And it's been a it's been a long journey. We launched the movie last June, so it's been a year since we launched it in Quebec, and um, and then we went to Paris to uh, to launch it in Europe. So we had a premiere on Les Champs Elysees. And now it's finally uh, going nationwide uh, in Canada and in the States. Well, the big premiere, the one that really counts, is tonight here at Highland Cinemas in London, Ontario, yes. right? For your That's friends the and most family. important one. Uh, open I to know, the public so, as well, right? Yeah, yes, I think, I'm so I, excited. I think they have... Um, you can turn it off for a second, but, um, <laughs> I'm so excited. It's hard to be excited. I mean, London's a great city. We all yeah, know. Yeah, we yeah. all live here and love it. But I mean, you go from Paris and New York. And yeah. Now, the no. next one is London. So, so Highland uh, Cinnamon was uh, showing the movie and they're showing it for like 10 days. So I was like, uh, first day I, I, I called them and I kind of went and set it all up. So I have 200 seats uh, blocked off for friends and family. So I text all my friends, all my family. So we have 200 seats blocked off for them. And then there's still 200 seats, seats available. for available. I, I don't know how many of they, uh, how many they sold of the public seats, but I'm sure there's still some available, but, uh, and people also be doing a, a Q and a after the movie. And, awesome. uh, yeah. Starts at seven o'clock. How long is the is the movie? Because there's a Raptors game at nine. Uh, yeah, two hours. Yeah, it's two we, hours is perfect. We coordinated. Yeah. We, we the after party has a TV with the Raptors game too. <laughs> uh, Brandon, you sent me the invite to come see the film, and I like you put this in there. Uh, it's a French movie with English subtitles, so bring your reading glasses if you need them, and if you're a male. Or anyone under the age of 18, you are required to close your eyes for MP's first scene. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. Yeah. Do you want to explain that one, Ben, or do you want me to take that? No, go ahead. Okay, well, her first scene, obviously her first scene when this guy becomes rich and goes to a high-end escort website. We know why he's going to that website. Yeah, yeah. So uh, MP's first scene, and I... Have to, I had to watch the first two premieres. The one I watched with her brothers, and she went to one on her own with all her whole family and stuff. And the first scene is pretty. She does escort things, and her one her one brother. I remember after the movie, her one brother is like he closed his eyes. But then he could hear her voice, so he had to close his eyes and, and plug, plug his, his ears. ears. <laughs> and he had to look. He had to look down. And he, he had to look, do the reach around yeah. with his thumbs, right, <laughs> yeah. to get his. Don't thumbs say reach around. Yeah. <laughs> so and I'm, and then like a week later, she was watching that. And I was like, "Is that not hard with your grandma sitting right beside you?" Yeah, it was Quebec City. In Quebec City, and she's like, "No, that's fine. That's the French culture. Yeah, like, they're a lot more they liberal don't care. in Quebec." They, oh, good job, honey. Everybody's in grandma in Quebec has a nude film of them somewhere. You know, <laughs> <laughs> was it tough to shoot those uh, the sexy scenes, MP? Oh yeah, it was. It was. It was very hard for me. I couldn't stop laughing, and my my co star Alex, he's an idiot, and and we had to actually the. The um, the costume girl put his glasses in the freezer to freeze his, his glasses so he looked like he was like hot. 
Uh, so they're all fogged up, yeah. And, and, yeah, and I couldn't see his eyes, so it was helping me a lot because I couldn't stop laughing. Does that, does that ever happen, Taz, when you're making love? Your glasses get all steamed up? <laughs> Taz, make love? I, I, ha- <laughs> I have it real sweaty. So. I have an extra pair of glasses on the nightstand just in case I need to switch oh, over. Yeah. With the nose and the mustache. Yeah. <laughs> well, go check out the movie tonight. It does look amazing if you're into uh, to thrillers, crime movies, and some Canadiana. This and a little love in there. A little love and some reading. <laughs> <laughs> the fall of the American Empire for you Anglophones, for everyone else, Le Chute de l'Empire Americain at the Highland Cinemas tonight. Continued success, uh, Mary-Pierre Morin, with your acting career. I know you've killed it in every other aspect of your career, so uh, we look forward to more great things, okay? Thank you so much. Thanks for calling this morning. Brandon Prust, former NHLer, uh, London Knight, Memorial Cup winner, in studio with us. We got to talk about the NHL finals going on right now. Boston Bruins versus the St. Louis Blues. What was that noise you made when I said Boston Bruins? I said, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm, Boston. Okay. Did you enjoy playing the Bruins back when you were uh, yeah, lacing them up? Something was always going down, so I I knew it was always going to be a, a good game. Um, especially in Boston, fans are pretty crazy. It's a, it's a it's a fun place to play, but um, New York, Boston, big rivalry. Montreal, Boston, huge rivalry. So every game is big against them. The fans are crazy there. We just posted a video online. It's uh, two two Boston fans, like not fighting the opposing team's fans. Two Boston fans at the game last night punching each other out in the crowd, throwing beers in each other's faces. No way. No. And, and then the guy who plays the in-game music, you know, like they'll play Three Blind Mice when the yeah. refs make a bad call or something. Yeah. That puts on the Stone Cold Steve Austin theme song. So they're like encouraging it. There's a fight in the stands. They go, Psh, doo, oh, doo, 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 no doo, doo. way! And then it just turns into a full uh, brawl. They are a different breed. <laughs> Brad Marchand, did you get along with that guy when you played against him? <laughs> yeah, he was a, he was a, a good friend. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tell us about the best five thousand dollars you ever spent. <laughs> well, it was uh, you know I spent five thousand on a vacation one time that was pretty good, but this one I think was more worth it. Um, but I just, uh, we were down 4-1. I was in Vancouver and I've been watching Marchant and his antics my whole career. And he's one of those guys, he's, you know, you know, he's never going to fight. He's just, you know, he's a chicken. You the know. rat. Yeah. So I wasn't, I wasn't really trying to spear him to hurt him to go down. I, I wanted to kind of just give him a shot for, hey, I'm for, here. Him, for him to go get mad and maybe come after me. So then I could drop my gloves and beat him up. So I had to do something. I didn't. I, I knew if I just went up to him and said, "Hey, let's go, let's go. It's four one, end of the game. Let's go." He would have just no skated away. He like he always does. So I tried to just give him a little jab to piss him off and make him come after me, entice him a little bit. But he just dropped like uh, you know sack potatoes. So and then uh, did the- you get him in the junk? Did you spear I, I, him in the junk? There's I, speculation. There's a, there's a cup there, too. It, it would definitely not have hurt. It, it was a little jab, and I hit him in the cup. Yeah. It's not like he wasn't wearing a cup. So He was there, um, and then Rass came out, and uh, he was oh, selling it, it pretty oh, hard. This, he sold it. That does not hurt. Like it, a soccer player, Jim. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, be like, oh, my God, right in the groin. It wasn't a 100-mile-an-hour uh, slap shot. It was a little jab with my stick that would not hurt at all. It, uh, coming underneath, you know when you spear somebody like, 
like lifting up from yeah. underneath. That's that's hurt. That hurts. Well, you see how big his nose is. Who knows what he's dealing with yeah. uh, down yeah. there? It's, if, if it's the probably junk, the same. It's probably the same size. As his nose. <laughs> if the junk matches the nose, maybe it, it's hanging out of the bottom of the cup. <laughs> I I highly doubt that. <laughs> Am I to assume then you would prefer to see the St. Louis Blues win this series? Um, yeah, f- um, for a few reasons though. Obviously, Ryan O'Reilly's a good friend of mine, and uh, he's been playing amazing um, all playoffs, and he's kind of finally showing the world that he is one of the Elite best, uh, one of the best players. Um, he was always hidden um, wherever he played. He's he's not a flashy guy. He's not going to go coast to coast. He's just your best player. He works hard, man. He just He's smart. He's not your best skater, but he's always in the right position. He's always making the right plays, and he's a great leader. So, And then Robbie Thomas obviously being there, um, a, good, a good friend of mine as well. So, um, yeah, I definitely want to, would love to see the Blues uh, knock off the big, bad, soft Bruins. What did you think about the... Uh the Bruins, Cam Neely throwing something up in the box yeah, last night after yeah, that tripping call, yeah, or the it, lack thereof. Yeah, um, I'd be pissed too. I, I think it. Um, it was it you. I, you I, think it, there should have been a call there? Yeah, he he took out his his legs. Um, I don't. Uh, I hate when refs call penalties in the last. 10 minutes of a game that's that's very close and that have nothing to do with the play but um this one kind of you know he've turned the puck over after that so there should have been a call but uh how many bad calls have we seen and missed calls have we seen um in the nba and in nfl this year right (laughs) there's been so many bad officiating calls and you just have to roll with it i made cam neely obviously he's pissed i would be pissed too so um yeah Kick his ass, sea bass. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it definitely should have been a call, though. I, I, I think it should have been a call. You see, uh, you see Boston winning another game, or do you think St. Louis has it in them um, to wrap it up on Sunday? Um, any, anything, uh, anything can happen. I, I hope they, I hope they wrap it up, but um, they don't want to go back to Boston for Game Seven, that's for sure. Um, but you have to also admire kind of what Char is doing too um, with his broken jaw. So maybe the guys rally, rally behind that. Uh, their, you know, crazy, ferocious leader who's playing with a broken jaw. Um, we, uh, it, a lot of guys play with some really bad injuries, and you have to. This is when it counts, right? Yeah, I've played. I played with uh, my hand is busted. I played with my hand for three months. Where I, in practice, I wasn't even shooting. I couldn't shoot the puck. My hand was swollen. <laughs> I had a torn tendon. It was wrapped up down in my palm. And I literally, in practice for the last three months of the season, I was not shooting a puck. And then you get out and there and you to, just forget about the pain, play, the adrenaline. And, yeah, adrenaline and just a tortle shot in the butt. And, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> get out there. Yep. See you later. Yep. We should do one of those before the show in yeah, the morning. <laughs> a nice little tortle shot. <laughs> make you feel in there. And I remember when I played, uh, I had a torn labrum, played with a torn labrum in uh, New York for three months. And That's your one, shoulder, right? That's shoulder um, torn labrum. And... Before the game, we were playing Montreal. I was like, oh, man. I was like, my arm, there's no way I could fight today. And then after warm-up, get the shot. And then I'm starting, right? Starting, I'm like, oh, feels pretty good. Hey, you want to go? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm opening face-off. I, I, I get in a fight. Popeye had his spinach. Literally half hour before, I could barely lift my arm. Yeah. 
Finance Minister Vic Fideli has announced that the Conservatives are going to be uh, putting beer sales in 87 more grocery stores. Also, uh, wine and cider hmm. allowed to be sold in those uh, those grocery stores, bringing the total number of stores in Ontario to 450. Fideli says the LCBO will also expand its agency store program to 200 new underserved communities, meaning that uh, uh, LCBO spinoffs will be in some convenience stores okay. and grocery stores in smaller communities. Like Embro. Sure, maybe Embro. They already got one, oh, but like Embro. Like, yeah, like yeah, Embro. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, Thamesford? Yeah. Thamesford's got one, too. So that's pretty interesting. And, you know, it, the thing is, it's like, hold on a second. I'm just getting I'm just getting news here that there is a press conference that has been called by Ontario Premier Doug Ford. Let's go live. Hi, Lindsay here from Ontario News Now as we cut over to a live press conference with Premier Doug Ford. Folks, we've heard you loud and clear when it comes to hospital wait times. No Canadian should ever have to wait four hours sitting in an uncomfortable chair and reading magazines waiting to see a doctor. That's why, starting on September 1st, every single hospital in Ontario will have four draft beer taps installed in the waiting room. So now, instead of simply waiting, you can chill. And folks, speaking of Healthcare, we've heard your concerns about fluoride in Ontario City's water supply. Why are we poisoning our wells with an unnecessary chemical? So we have officially removed the fluoride and now when you turn on the faucet in your own homes, the only thing that will flow out is cool, refreshing beer. Thank you folks and remember, Ontario is open for beerness. Thank you, Doug Ford. <laughs> Step in the right direction, huh? <laughs> yeah. I really hope that hospital waiting room beer is covered by OHEP. I'm sure it will be. Let's play a game called, Does This Make You Happy? Does It Make You Sad? Or Does It Creep You Out? So the game is called, Does It Make You Happy? Does It Make You Sad? Or Does It Creep You Out? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, uh, about a year ago, a pharmaceutical company in Japan created a new body wash and deodorant that smells like young women. Um. They isolated two chemical compounds called lactone C10 and C11. Uh, they're compounds that young women produce a lot of, older women do not. The compounds smell kind of like peach and coconut. All right. Uh, Since they've launched the young woman-scented products, they've been a big hit. Older women are buying buying this stuff up so they can smell like younger women. And they've seen a ton of sales from their secondary demographic, which turns out to be lonely dudes. According to the company, guys aren't using the soap. They just sniff it when they're lonely, and it makes them feel like there's women around. Oh, man. (laughs) Does it have to be that that specific one, though? Does that make you happy? Does it make you sad? Or does it creep you out? All of the above. No, it makes me... It's mostly creepy. I wish they didn't call it young women. They should call it, like... It's not called young women. It just smells like young women. That's the part... Okay. (sighs) I'm going to say... 
I'm not creeped out because you could do that with any women scent, though, right? Any perfume. Mm. I'm happy for the older women who get okay. to smell young again. Yeah. This is why I'm con- conflicted. I'm kind of creeped out because there's guys who are buying this this body wash just because it smells like young women. That yeah. just sounds creepy. But also the visual of a lonely man after finishing his hungry man dinner sitting <laughs> a, sitting on his couch by himself, single tear rolling down his cheek yeah. as he sniffs a bottle of body wash so he feels like there's a young woman around. <laughs> do you think you smell it? very sad. Do you smell it straight from the bottle? Because that's that. Or do you put it on a, a hoodie or something? Or like a pillow? Or You have a long fingernail and you just put a little dab on there and mainline <laughs> it. Smells Ugh. like young women. That is weird. Hi, FM 96. Hey, that young women stuff, they're not just smelling it. They're yanking their dank with it. <laughs> yeah. I don't like that either. Yeah, if if the, the headline was, a soap that captures the young woman scent is popular with men, lonely men who are yanking their dank, then for sure we're all going creeped out. Yeah, exactly. By the way, you only use soap once. <laughs> right? We've all been there. You got to go lotion. No, no. But they ha- they have a line of products, so they may have some sort of hand lotion or... Yeah, exactly. Conditioner's not uh, bad. <laughs> Conditioner will do. <laughs> have a great weekend. Yeah, you too. Bye. That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.